What's good? What's popping, y'all? How's it going? Welcome back to my podcast. You'll thank me later with the amazing, the hilarious, your funny, fat, black friend, Kayla Baker. I am so excited for my first time listeners for you to be tuning in to the You'll Think Me Later podcast. Like I mentioned, my name is Kayla and I am going to be the shit show of a host today and every other time that you listen to this podcast. Y'all, I've missed you. Okay. I have missed you. When I tell you that life has been kicking my black ass, I literally don't know what I did or who I pissed off that uh, has just started putting pins and needles into my fucking voodoo doll. But I need to figure out how to get it to stop. This year, the year of our Lord and Savior, 2023, has been testing me in ways I haven't been tested. Like, I just... Let me backpedal. We're getting ahead of ourselves. First and foremost, like I said already, thank you for tuning into the podcast. I know I've been gone for a while and I want to get back into the podcasting world. And I know I said that last time and that was back in July and then fast forward, here we are. Well, lo and behold, shit happened. Okay. And we're going to get into what shit happened. Um, But uh, I am in a slightly, very loosely, do not hold me to this, better or in a better period of our life, kind of. Um, and I want to get back to talking to you guys. I just feel like honestly, podcasting is so therapeutic and I love it. And I love the conversations I have with people and I want to go back into the podcasting world. So here we are. Um, this is going to be a very long and convoluted intro. I apologize ahead of time, but if you guys are still listening into this intro, shout out to y'all. You're the real ones. Go ahead and please like, subscribe, follow. Um, what's the other option? Give it a thumbs up. I don't know anything and everything to show some love to the You Think Me Later podcast. I am a sucker for instant gratification. So if you guys are interacting with it, leaving reviews, commenting, you know, telling me, Kayla, you're so funny. You're so pretty. You're so gorgeous. You have the fattest, baddest ass. I'll be so happy and record more episodes because I need the validation. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, y'all let's, let's, let's talk about it. Let's, let's address the elephant in the room. Let's talk about where the fuck I have been. Guys, I honestly think I have been going through a quarter life crisis. I'm only 26. I shouldn't be going through a quarter life crisis the way that I have, but I am. And I feel like so many people that are, you know, in this age are going through quarter life crisis and it's, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but it's crazy. Like, okay, let me, let me back paddle. So here's what happened in between now and the last time I talked to you guys, I got laid off from my job. Um, I don't remember if I talked about this, depending on where the last episode was posted, I probably didn't. And it's what it is. I got laid off from my job. I was working as a, um, senior digital marketing strategist slash account manager slash customer success manager slash pack mule slash do everything and shut the fuck up about it slash be a corporate like punching bag and just take it to the chin. I was that. And, you know, for as much as I bitched and moaned and groaned and couldn't stand my job, I made enough of a um, fuck you money 
type of income to where I could bitch and moan and groan while getting my nails done every week. And um, I got laid off from my job. I was sadly let go as is part of the tech industry. Um, They needed cuts and they were cutting anybody who wasn't abiding by their new rules. But I'm not going to shit talk that company. If you want to know what company it was, you can go check out my LinkedIn. Anyway, and while getting cut off and let go from this job, I think I was honestly being fucking delusional because in my head, I told myself, Kayla, you're going to get let go of this job. That's fine. You know, it's, it's, it's okay. You know, we, we strive, we thrive, we survive. I need to get that on the t-shirt. We strive, we thrive, we survive. Copyright that shit. Anyway, so I'm sitting here, like, it's not going to be a problem to go on and get a new big girl job because it's never been an issue for me before if i hated my job i can find a new job it is what it is i'm gonna tell you right now (laughs) i promise you as much as you hate your job you're gonna hate being unemployed even more okay i am miserable i was super miserable being let go of i thought that i had lined up a job and i was going to actually quit and that wind up not happening um i made it to the final round of the interview and had to go through a panel interview made an entire presentation um thought i did swimmingly well and uh, they came back and was just like "Mm, no Uh, I was hurt. I was so hurt. I was dazed. I was confused. I was screaming, gagging, crying, throwing up all over the place. Because I was like, damn, bro. Like, being rejected from a job genuinely hurts more than being rejected from a person. Because at this point, you're not rejecting me as, like, you're rejecting my feelings. Fine, whatever. Ew, fuck feelings. You're rejecting me to make you money. I'm coming to you saying I want to make you money. And you're saying no. Like, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. So we get rejected from this job. Blase, blase. We go on about our business. Obviously, it's going to be okay, right? I come out of this. I'm like, it's okay. I'm going to get on unemployment. I'm going to find me a new job. Matter of fact, I'm going to start doing all the things I need to do to live my best life. All right? It's not a big deal. We're going to go on trips. We're going to go on vacations. We're going to fucking thrive. Y'all, when I tell you your girl was down bad we were down bad like sitting in the bathroom crying under the shower screaming out like evanescence wake me up okay (laughs) like we were down bad and i feel like i I am gonna do another podcast episode that kind of goes a little bit further in depth about you know being let go of from a job this is the first job i've ever gotten fired from um you know having to go out and find a job in the workforce and really talking about the value of yourself as a professional a working professional because it's something that you really sit back and you second guess your life choices you're like what exactly am i doing wrong here like why is no one wanting me it's one thing again to not have you know options with people in the dating pool it's a totally another thing to not have options with somebody who you want to work for like partner we don't have to be friends you don't have to like me just hire me so i can get health care and i can afford my groceries okay insane so yes like I said, I got laid off, um, started going through the trenches. Um, your girl was just going through her, her emotional times and her quarter life crisis started. 
Y'all, I have literally cut, dyed, colored, bleached, dyed, cut, extension, braid, cut, dyed. My hair has, my hair, my hair has gone through more than Britney Spears in her memoir. Okay. My cats have gone through more than I can even fathom. I feel so bad for them. They have seen their mother literally sit there and sob and cry. And it's like, honey, I promise I will get better. But I feel like everything has just been a shit show. And, you know, on top of this, you're obviously trying to date. You're trying to validate your feelings. You're trying to, you know, I said I was going to, I'll be fine just driving for Instacart. Realize I'm not an Instacart girly. Um, it's just, it's rough. It's really rough. So in the span between, you know, July over the summer, literally right after my 26th birthday (laughs) to, um, now mid November. Okay. Getting into probably one of the toughest seasons for people historically, because it's the holidays. You got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, you got all of these, you know, big box name companies literally shoving, deals and promotions and you need this you need that down your throat and you're like broke and depressed and you don't know what to do and your anxiety is on 12 and you feel like you are at your ugliest fattest most disgusting you know stage that you've been in life what exactly do you turn to therapy no we turn to podcasting (laughs) So that's how we got back to where we are. Again, long intro. So sorry, but I wanted to give you guys the background. Um, So yes, throughout all this, I was like, I want to do something back for me. And uh, I loved doing You Think Me Later. Like it was my baby when it first came out. It was something that I said I really wanted to do. And I have a very bad habit. Um, I'm sure that there's a Libra, Scorpio, Pisces, crescent twerking moon in there somewhere telling me that this is the reason why um but i tend to have really great ideas and i'm like i'm gonna do these ideas i'm gonna execute them and i do the research i buy the the stuff for it i go out of my way to do everything with it and then i never like continue on (laughs) and i forget about it and i'm like i'll do it later Um, And this podcast was sadly one of them. And I'm going to tell you now, there's a lot that goes into podcasting. Like, it is not literally just sit in front of a mic or sit in front of your phone and just, like, chat, chat, chat. Like, no, there's a lot behind it. And uh, it is an effort when you're like, I'm going to sit down and talk and do whatever. Um, And you really start to get in your head. You're like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I don't know, like, what I should be saying if anybody wants to listen. I honestly didn't think anyone listened to my podcast. I realized that there is... Um, as of the last time I checked the Spotify for podcasters, uh, quite a, quite a few of you who listen. So thank you for listening to my podcast and enjoying it and listening to me ramble and talk shit and stuff. I literally love you guys. Okay. So let's get into the meat and mother trucking potatoes of today's episode what is going to be happening with the you think me later podcast y'all what is this going to be looking like kb what are we doing let me tell you honey okay sit down go grab you some some tea go grab you your coffee if you're listening to this on your way to work you know go get you a glass of wine you can hear my cat in the background he's ready he's like mom what are we going to talk about let me tell you we're talking about a lot 
I've been holding this mic and my hand hurts. Anyway, so Kayla, what are we going to talk about? Let me tell you. We're going to do some fun stuff. We're going to we're going to go over quite a bit. We're going to talk about you know, some Reddit stories. We're going to do some Am I the Assholes? I love listening to these and I always have an opinion because hi, I'm me. When don't I have an opinion on something? I want to talk to you guys about something I feel very passionate about. Um, and I feel like this is just such a killer thing to come back to on the podcast episode. And it is literally, y'all, how fucking romance novels. Okay, I'm talking smut. For my smutty girls and guys and gays and theys. How it's ruined my fucking sex life. Because it has. It has. And I feel like it needs to be talked about more. And then we're going to go over Kayla's favorites. Because the fat lady is singing on these y'all. And I think that these are stuff that you need to literally go in there. You know, spare change. Spare change, sir. Get some coin and purchase it. Because these have been literally the only thing making me feel like life is worth living lately so strap up strap in let's go get cozy with it okay go get you your caramel brulee lattes your iced americanos all right go get you a glass of moscato go get you your hennessy if you're feeling a little freaky deaky i'm recording this on a friday i am drinking a liquid iv um and my emotional support water jug, not bottle, jug, because your girl's been dehydrated lately. And let's get into this mother trucking episode. Okay, let's get into this. Am I the asshole? More so, this is like a relationship advice, but am I the asshole? TLDR. All right, so the summary. Or the title. (laughs) I, 30 female, gained weight, and my husband, 30 male, told me that physical attraction is important to him. Can't stop crying. How to stop this? On the title alone, I'm looking. (laughs) I wish a man would. I wish a man would. I wish a man would. Um, Okay, okay. That is mind-boggling. I feel like as... If I'm married to you and I gain some weight, either I'm depressed, I'm pregnant, or there's obviously something wrong. Like, there has to be something wrong. It can't just be for shits and giggles. And even if it is shits and giggles, as my spouse, I expect you to love me and encourage me and then be like, hey, honey, like, I I don't think you're happy. Because if I seem unhappy, then tell me, hey, I think you're unhappy. I think you might be, you know like trying to replace some deeper inner feeling that we're not working on with food. Let's, let's talk about this. Let's see what's going on. But uh, for you to tell me that, uh, like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. If he turned around and he was like, Hey, you fat fuck. I promise you I'm, I'm going to be on the news. I'll lose weight. Cause I'll be in jail. All right. So she says, I have been crying in our guest room since last night because it's finally hitting me. My husband is not attracted to me. My husband and I are both 30 years old and have been married for one together for four. So married for one year together for four. I used to weigh 110 pounds at 5'2", and now I have gained and gained weight and I'm 160 pounds. Okay, 160 isn't that heavy. At 5'2", like you're short. So of course it's going to look like a lot more weight, but... You know, that's still not super, super heavy. 
And even for you to be 5'2 and weigh 110 pounds, I feel like that's really small. So, like, uh, I don't know. Personally, I think your sweet spot would be, like, uh, 125 if you're wanting to be a little bit more plump. Anyway, um, to be for real, um, I have been making excuses for myself about this weight gain. I'm not depressed. I'm not bearing babies. I am simply a lazy, fat fuck. I am ugly now. Honey, okay. I love food. I love cheese. I love ordering takeout and I cannot seem to stop. Okay. My husband does not want to have sex with me anymore. He was very kind about turning me down. And although he is always nice to me, we had to come to Jesus talk. He told me that physical attraction is important to him in marriage. And he didn't want to be in a relationship where I, as a spouse, don't make at least some effort. I reminded him that things happen and we will get old and our features will fade. He shot me down and told me that sickness and old age limits movement and we are both still in our prime. That means it is my responsibility as his spouse to put effort in how I look. He told me I was using bad faith argument just to justify my weight gain and unhealthy habits. He said that the old age argument is irrelevant to our problem because all he sees me do is eat junk and watch TV. Damn. I mean, tell her how you really feel. Jesus. Okay. I was dumbfounded and couldn't speak. I started crying and he tried. I can't speak either, girl. I started crying and he tried to tend to me, but I pushed him away. I have been crying in the guest room and he heard my cries, but wouldn't do anything. How do we work through? TLDR in summary. Um, for those who don't know what TLDR means, because I didn't know for the longest time, it means too long, don't read. <laughs> I gained weight. Husband does not want me. He does not want sex. He told me that physical attraction is important. I feel ugly. How do we work through? Okay, girlfriend. Here's how I feel. All right. This is what I'm thinking. You know, I think that everybody gets comfortable in a relationship. You've been with this person for, you've been married for one year you've been in a relationship for four years so in total you spent five years with them and I think it gets to a point where you start to put on like a comfortable weight like you put on like you're happy you're happy so you eat a little bit more you let yourself go and especially if like fitness was not a big deal to you you know it's not uncommon for you to gain weight um, especially when you are feeling loved and in a secure space and you know, you guys are eating out, you're, you know, life is busy, you're running around places, takeout's easy, you say you love cheese, you're making your charcuterie boards, that's all fine and dandy. But I think when it gets to the point where you, like, severely, severely let yourself go, um, first and foremost, I'm sitting back and I'm asking, like, I don't think she mentions how far over a span of time this letting myself go is. Like, it's not, if this was just like a, when he first met me, I was 120 pounds and, uh, you know, fast forward after five fucking years, I've gained 40 pounds. Sir, you had between now and then to pick and choose if you wanted to be with me or not. Like, this is not nothing new. Um, So I'm going to go based off of that assumption because if you gain 40 pounds in the span of one year of marriage, I'm going to take it, sister dear, you're not happy to be married. And you're looking to food for comfort, okay? 
But if it's been over a span of five years, shit fucking happens. You get older. You start, you know, your metabolism's going to start slowing down. When you thought that you were going to be able to just, like, burn off that extra chocolate chip cookie or that extra strawberry shortcake cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory, you don't. It happens. And I think that, you know, as a partner, what you shouldn't be doing is literally acting so disgusted with your spouse over it. Talk to them. Be like, hey, honey, is everything okay? Is there something I could be doing here? I've noticed that, you know, you've, maybe it's as simple as being like, uh, instead of uh, telling them, like, I'm just not physically attracted to you, you try seeing if there's anything that you can do as a good fucking spouse and like, honey, let's go get your hair done. Let's do things to build back up your confidence. Because if you gain the weight, girl, okay, if you gain the weight, and you were still feeling fine as fuck, this wouldn't even be a conversation. Let's be honest. Because you, your spouse would be attracted to you because you are attracted to yourself. And I think that, you know, as women, when we let ourselves go and we're not happy about it and we're not attracted to ourselves, it's going to be, no one else can be attracted to us. And, uh, you know, I, I, you sit back and you kind of go, okay, how much of this is going to be a insecurity thing? Like, you know that you've let yourself go and you're so deep into the pit of depression that you can't even, uh, everyone hates you because you hate yourself. And that happens. But uh, I think, again, if you've been with this person for five years and uh, you started to put on weight and they're talking to you about it, maybe it's a genuine concern. Um, maybe they're not a dick. This Normally, that's not the case, and they typically are. But if they're not a dick, then it's something you might want to go seek counseling on. It's something that you're going to want to go and talk to. Like, talk to your friends. Talk to your mom. Talk to your pastor. I probably wouldn't just go on Reddit. <laughs> I think there's better options. <laughs> but it could be something you want to look into. You know, if you're gaining that much weight in the span of, like, a year then maybe you need to, I don't know, go and uh, get your thyroid checked. Maybe there's a deeper health issue at hand. Um, I, I think those are all things to keep in mind. I just said I'm on a fucking, you know, quarter-life crisis. You could be going through one of those two, girlfriend. Um, now, if on the hand that your your spouse is just being an overwrite, like, uh, overall overripe dick of a person... Girl, you don't want to stay married to that in the first place, okay? If your sole purpose for being with me was physical attraction and me being just a little bit chubbier is that disgusting to you where you're like, I literally don't want to see you. I don't want to be around you. I don't want to do anything. And you feel like you need to be that much of a dick. Get the fuck out of my life then. And I will be happy eating my goddamn cheese wedge and watching my soaps, okay? I will be fine. So I think you need to ask yourself, how do you feel about you? And it sounds like you're not feeling that confident. And then ask yourself, am I internalizing this in a way that is, uh, you know, in a way that's me against the world when the world isn't against you? So take that with what you will. Do I necessarily think that he's in the wrong? I don't know because he's a man. I'm going to go with yes. That tends to be what happens. <laughs> However, I have been and am that person 
where when I don't feel my best and I'm not feeling myself, the entire world knows. And it's very obvious to tell that I'm feeling very gross. Um, and I think no one could ever find me attractive and I definitely let myself go. So, um, I think it can go either way. And honestly, I feel that, um, girlfriend, you just need to, I don't know, find some new underwear that fits you. That always is like a big thing for me because you never think that as you gain weight, you need to buy larger underwear. So you wear the too small underwear and then it just makes you feel like a fucking giant or like, your tube of meat squeezing into a very small wrapper and then just go and take your days from there. All right, go get a Brazilian, go get a blowout, go get your nails done, get some larger underwear. And then if you still feel gross and fat, um, then uh, I don't know, dump your husband and find a man that's a feeder. And this is Kayla's advice. Don't take it to heart. (laughs) Do not think I am not a professional I am just someone who has way too much time on my hands. But honestly, um, I think there's nothing wrong with gaining weight over time. It's natural. It's something that everybody does, especially in relationships, especially if you've been together for a while and you're just super happy and, you know, you're just not focusing on what you look like. I think your spouse can, you know, be a little bit more forthcoming and welcoming. I mean, I would literally love to know is he someone who goes to the gym a lot? And if he is, like, why hasn't he asked you to go to the gym with him? Like, why hasn't this been brought up in discussion? Like, there's so many unanswered questions that I think we would just need a little bit more context on. But that's just me. All right, y'all. Let's get into the next segment. And that is the fat lady sings on these products. It is me. I'm the fat lady and I am singing on this stuff, whether it's TV show, whether it's pop news, whether it's a TikTok, whether it's, you know, a product a something, I'm going to tell you about it because I got to put on for my people and I need you guys to know about it because we don't, we don't gatekeep here. Okay. So first thing I'm going to talk about is my latest show attraction. Y'all, I don't know how many of you guys have been on British internet, okay? The British internet, I tried to do a British accent, didn't work out. The Brits are at it, okay? And they're winning. They're fucking winning. And I'm I'm giving them half of their, like, ratings right now. I have been all over British TikTok, all right? British Instagram, British YouTube, all of the Brits. And they are doing fucking phenomenal. First and foremost... I have been binge watching a series on YouTube on this one um, channel called Foot Asylum, and it is called Locked In. And it's literally 10 British YouTubers, five girls, five guys, get put into this like house, very like Big Brother style, where there's a bunch of cameras and you have this like AI generated computer called Sugar Lips who just goes around and uh, like gives them challenges and tasks and stirs the pot. And it's just automatically amazing and funny and hilarious. And um, they're just trapped in this house for 14 days with no phone, no internet, no TV, no nothing. And you're watching them in this house. And I gotta say, it's so good. I was not expecting to be as obsessed with it. There's four seasons. This season has... uh, 
Um, definitely some people that we've heard about in the past, or at least I've seen in the past. So I'm curious if you guys have seen it. Um, let me actually pull up. I'm going to pull up the Locked In Season 4 cast. Because the cast is, again, they're fucking hilarious. And I'm going to tell you guys my favorite and I'm going to spill some tea. I am one episode behind. They're getting into the second week. So they're starting to make like, um, what is it called? They're starting to make eliminations as to people to get sent home. But the entire cast has just like warmed my heart. And I have fallen in love with each and every one of them. So the cast, um, these are people that are also popular from not only just like, you know, YouTube, but also TikTok um facebook like just all walks of uh, the internet so the first one is ash home and she is uh, i've seen her on tiktok she's actually fucking hilarious on tiktok she does a lot of like get ready with me and like storytelling and she is the shortest little munchkin she's 411 she's barely making the cutoff for being like not legally labeled a little person. I don't remember the politically correct term for it, but that's her. And she's so funny. Um, she has over 1.6 million followers. <sighs> a girl can only dream. Um, but I love her. And next there's Tennessee Thresher. She is a model, a social media influencer. She shares beauty, skincare, fashion tips. Um, and she also was a part of the prime boxing card um with logan paul and uh, ksi tennessee i give her take her honestly she's gorgeous she is absolutely gorgeous to look at um she very much so is giving like mixed kid energy like uh, i could see her being in my high school and like i'd want to be friends with her because she is definitely a girl's girl but also i feel like uh, she has the face that makes you think of a mean girl and I would expect her to be mean, but she's also kind of nice. And I kind of hate her for that. I don't know. She has over 1 million followers across all of her platforms. You can find her on Instagram and on TikTok. I believe she also does YouTube. But this girl has partied with Drake, has had people slide in her DMs. It's like half of the guys that I've seen, their fucking Woman Crush Wednesdays. She comes into the house and she's literally like, I'm going to be the fucking villain. Like, it is me. Who's the drama? I'm the drama. I'm her. And I love it. I live for it. Okay. Give me that chaotic energy. Um, next up is Danny Aaron. So this is one I actually knew coming into the house. He is uh, uh, super popular in the FIFA um, uh, gaming community. Has over 3.5 million followers. I know him through the Sidemen. I've always seen him on the Sidemen stuff. He's absolutely hilarious. Danny Aaron's is literally that annoying, like your best friend's brother. Okay, big brother who's so annoying, such an asshole, but he's also the sweetest thing. And you're like, I think he's kind of hot, but you're also like, I don't know if it's because he makes me laugh because attraction does not equal humor. Just because they're funny does not mean they're attractive, but also I would fall for that. So there's that. We have George Bags. He's a TikToker. He was on something called Gogglebox or Googlebox, um, which is like something with the UK. And uh, he got really big from that. And then we have Casey Condor, who is a, a part of a YouTube family. And that's, y'all, that's so crazy to me to think that, like, there's YouTubers who are YouTube families that grow up to be YouTubers, which makes sense. But it's the same, like, mythology as someone who 
is a, you know, someone who's like grown up in the entertainment industry. Someone who's like a, her, their family was like actors. Okay. So then you grew up to be an actor because that just makes sense. Like the Kardashians, they are influencers. Best way to describe it. Um, they're influential people. So their kids are going to grow up to be influential people because that's what they grew up as. That's what their parents are. Anyway, Casey J. Gonder is 18 years old. She's the youngest one there. She does a lot of daily vlogging. She's on Instagram. She's on TikTok. She's on YouTube. And she's a part of the dad V girls family where it's like five girls and one dad. And he just records their like daily routines and stuff. She has over 2.8 million followers. She has the biggest following out of everybody other than, uh, what's his face? Danny Aarons. But from like the girls, she has one of the biggest followings. Um, kind of rocking through super fast. That's Watson. He's a guy that does a lot of parody skits, TikTok sketches. Didn't really see him beforehand. Has over 7 million followers on TikTok. I vaguely recall him on TikTok, but not that much. Um, Shannon Langdon, she is uh, regularly on Foot Asylum, I guess. She has over 250,000 followers. Um, she does lifestyle content, challenge videos. I just know her because she used to date another YouTube, uh, YouTuber. And he was really big and like the British sports scene, lots of soccer. Um, and they broke up and then she blew up and people were like, you were only with him for the coins. And she was like, no, no, I wasn't. I actually grew to like her. I, I do like Shannon a lot. Um, we got Fuizzy. He's hilarious. Uh, seen him on Foot Asylum stuff. He's just a really fun, like he is literally, he's uncle. Like he is cousin. Like he is that funny ass dude that would be in your like uh, what's the best way to describe it like that dude that would be in your like math class that y'all just shoot the shit the whole time and your teachers would just get pissed off that's who is he um he has been on a lot of foot asylum stuff before he tends to work with a youtuber called young philly who is my man crush monday okay philly is whoo but we'll talk about him another time anyway he um got really popular on that. He does a lot of stuff on Facebook. He's on TikTok. He's on Instagram. Um, up and coming. We love to see a black brother, okay, in the spotlight. Speaking of black brethren, we got my girl, my queen, the one that literally ah, makes me like I hope to one day be on a podcast episode with her. Like, mark my words, this point right now in the timestamp, I don't know where it's at. Um like at the 25, 26, 27, 30 minute mark, I hope to one day record a podcast episode with Madam Joyce herself. She is a queen. All right. Let me tell you about Madam Joyce. Madam Joyce is fucking hilarious. All right. So she owns her own podcast. She has a podcast called Cocktails and Takeaways, which is now under the umbrella of <laughs> my husband. Okay, my literal husband. Shits and Gigs, which is by the um, by Fuhat and James. I don't know their last names. I don't need to know their last names. I just need to know the names I'm going to call them in bed. What? Sorry, mom. I know you're listening to this podcast. Anyway. Um, she recently got signed under their studios, their production company, which I cannot believe that these boys have a production company. So proud of them. Um, and she's absolutely hilarious. She is the show. Like she makes the show. She is so funny. 
She gets along with everybody. She is just a vibe all the time. Um, definitely go check out her podcast, Cocktails and Takeaways, if you're looking for a new podcast to listen to. And you don't mind a British accent. She does a lot of posting on YouTube, but she also has just like the audio version of the podcast. She's so funny. Um, she has the least amount of followers across all of her platforms, but I promise you she's going to come up and take over the world by storm because Madam Joyce, the Madame, she is, she's just so good. She's so good. Like, I don't know how else to describe her. Anyway, getting through it. We have a lot of people and very little time for me to keep talking. We got star player. I had no fucking idea. He is the cousin of Chunks, who is one of the biggest biggest british youtubers to come out from that neck of the woods okay i had no idea that's his cousin that's wild um background for you so other than like the fucking where they call it the side men we have the beta squad and the beta squad is made up of chunks i don't remember his actual name i really should learn that because that's my other husband okay that's my baby daddy Y'all, pause. Let me just... <laughs> if there was ever a man that I wanted, it was this man. Okay, there was this man. This Somalian man. This man is... I'm down fucking bad. I realize this. This man is so fine and like the most wholesome way. And he can sing. And do you know what happens to a girl when a man can sing? Some things. That's what happens to a girl when a man can sing. All right? That's how Bobby got Whitney... Okay, that's how Ike got Tina. I actually don't know if that's how Ike got Tina. But that is how fucking Sean Mendez got Camila Cabello. That is how Chris Brown got Rihanna, minus the abuse. That is how you can get a girl is if you can sing. And Chunks is like 6'1". I want to say he's 6'1", 6'2". I don't even know his height. I just know he's tall and he's funny. And he is one of the biggest people to come out of like the England, <laughs> the England, this man literally like he had a music career. He like literally was independent, produced his own shit, has gone to like OVO studios with Drake, has done shit with that, has gone to like Drake's house. He literally took his friends. He has his cousin who is darkest man, who's also in his own right. Amazing. I just, again, Kayla has been going down a wormhole of the British YouTubers and it's a fucking problem. But you have his cousin, Darkest Man. You have the rest of Beta Squad. You have Nico Amalada, um, you ha who's, like, such an amazing YouTuber. The way that this man concocts videos makes no sense. Like, Nico's videos really take me back to what YouTube used to be like back in the olden days. Like, when content was worth making content for. So you got Nico. You got Sharky, who is all over TikTok. All the girls love Sharky. He is so cute. Okay, if you don't know about him, learn about him. And then you have Kenny, who's a boxer. Um, he boxes a lot, again, on the same cards. At, I think, like, the Misfit people. He's a part of the Misfit people, um, which is, like, uh, their version of, like, UFC boxing with uh, Dana White, whatever that thing is called. Misfits is that, but for the YouTubers. Um, and then you have... Uh, AJ, I don't remember his last name. I just know he, they make fun because he's in the shape of a triangle, but he's also brilliant and funny. Um, and I think that's everybody on the beta squad. Nico, Chunks, Sharky, AJ, 
Kenny. Yeah, that's all of them. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Star Player is the cousin of Chunks. He goes on Sharky's podcast. Um, he's also really well known for doing like a lot of gaming, a lot of sports, a lot of everything. Looking at him now, I'm like, okay, I can see how he's related to Chunks. Man is fucking tall as shit. Okay, he's fucking tall as hell. And I don't know, this is where I'm like, British YouTubers do it different than American YouTubers. American people are fucking selfish. We are selfish. Because a British person will be like, not only am I going to bring my my cousin, my brother, I'm going to bring my entire family. I'm bringing the kid I used to play ball with down the street. I'm bringing my man from the corner store. I'm bringing the little old lady who I catch the train with. Like, they take their entire posses and they're like, oh, brother man, we're all getting famous over here. And I fucking love it. So you have him and then that's everybody. Actually, I thought there was more. Weird. Anyway, so they take all of these internet personality people in this house and they're like, all right, you know what we're about to do? We're going to go. We're going to take them in this house with no access to their phone, no access with social media, no access with outside interactions. I'm not talking like Bad Girls Club. You have no access to nothing. It's just these 10 people. They're going to be in this house for 14 days. They're going to do a bunch of different challenges. They're going to be able to get like win points. And whoever gets the highest points by the end of the 14 days is going to get 10,000 pounds. I don't know what that actually equates to in US dollars. Let me look that up. Um, I feel like it's not that much, but also I don't think that the US dollar is actually worth much right now. So that's a great question. What is $10,000? pounds. Oh, that's not bad. 10,000 pounds to US dollars is $12,222.99. That's not bad. And they get that donated to charity. Promise you, you couldn't donate it to charity with me. I promise you, you couldn't. I promise you, I'd be like, give me every single cent of that back. <laughs> we are poor, okay? Um, and they make content aside there. They get a bunch of stuff because Foot Asylum itself is a company that's kind of like StockX in a way where they sell a lot of like uh, sneakers and track suits and sport like athleisure wear, but also the stuff that like the Tetsas be wearing. Like Tennessee in episode seven had the cutest UGG jumpsuit with like the little mini ultra mini UGG like platform boots. Fire fits, okay? Another thing about the UK people, they dress for comfort. In the US, we're dressing for for, I don't know what the fuck we're dressing for, but I need to be on UK status. They are athleisure. They're track suits, they're baggy pants, they're sneakers, they're comfy. Us in the States, we feel like we have to go into like fucking high fashion. I can't be asked. I, I, I love it. Anyway, show's great. Definitely recommend watching it. It's not done yet. Um, I believe the very last day of it is November 14th. That's when we're going to get... Um, to know who the winner is. They went in as of the first. It's the 10th as I'm recording this. So they are four days out from finishing it. And I got to say, this was absolutely amazing. And I definitely recommend it. And I will give you guys an update as to my opinion on the final one. Um, so yeah, so that is the first thing I'm going to say. It's definitely the British people, Foot Asylum's locked in. Oh my God, this girl on TikTok, speaking of British people, her name is... Hold on, I'm going to try to find her. She cooks. All she does is cook. And if you are on the side of TikTok, you should know because she cooks and she says everything is oh, on rail. 
Okay. That's all she says. And she makes the breast, like the breast, the best potatoes. Um, her name is Brittany H. Miller. Y'all protect Brittany by all costs. Brittany disturbs the fucking world. She is amazing. She had me up here making potatoes. I bought an entire five pound bag of potatoes because I was like, I'm going to make the potatoes that this woman makes because they look so fucking good. And I love her. She's absolutely the most adorable little like bundle of sunshine. Um, again, someone who I would love to meet in person. Also from the UK. All the more reason why I just need to go to the to the United Kingdom. That's really all that this, this is. Anyway, moving on to my favorites. I feel like I talked a lot about that. The next thing is going to be getting brow laminations. Y'all, I got my brows laminated at the Benefit Brow Bar at Ulta. Um... And uh, I absolutely love it. My brows are so much easier to put like and do. I have really bushy brows. So I, I really like the overall look of it. Um, it's so easy. I go take some, you know, fluff up brow, put it on my brows, go on about my business, get compliments all day. It looks like I've done a full face. Literally haven't done anything. Absolutely love it. Last thing that I'll say I've been obsessing over and I've been obsessing over this for probably the better part of a year. Liquid IVs. I'm gonna leave it alone there. If you have been like not drinking water, water has not been feeling like water lately, which this is not sponsored, but this is just the truth. Liquid IV will get you fucking going. It will have you chugging water. And I like it because it has no sugar as compared to like, you know, Crystal Light or like Mio or things like that. I just prefer it a lot more. Um, Liquid IVs are just amazing. And I can't get enough of them. Honestly, it's, it's unreal. <laughs> it is unreal. Last thing I want to say, actually, even though I said the last thing was the last thing, but this is the real last thing that I want to mention. Why do I feel like it just lost my train of thoughts? Y'all, I've been obsessing over these, um, holiday drinks with Starbucks. Yes, I know. Kayla, we're supposed to be boycotting Starbucks. I'm aware. I'm aware. Okay. However, the caramel brulee lattes came out. (sighs) I live for very few things in this world and the caramel brulee lattes is one of them. They have been so good. So delicious. Literally the serotonin boost I need. The only reason why I have not made it back to the upper room yet. All right. Gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. Okay, so let's get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode. Y'all, romance novels have ruined my fucking sex life. Romance novels have ruined my dating life because when I tell you a romance novel has your girl setting the bar so high when the bar is not even a bar, it's just a pole on the floor, that's how romance novels got me because these men are never going to do it like how the romance novels do, okay? A romance novel, for those of you guys who don't know, I'm not talking about the ones that like your Mima would read, those like super freaking thick ones that has, you know, Lady Isabel on the front and she's being held up by like the guy with the super long hair. What was his name? Fabio? Not that. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the kinky, dirtiest, most nastiest, most what the fuck am I reading ass shit. That is what has ruined it for me because my 
expectations of what I need a man to do is so unreal and not realistic. It's just not. But this is what I expect now because these are what I am reading and this is what is getting to me. Okay, you guys, I'm reading stuff about like, I'm not going to name the book because we all know the book. Okay, but if you know, you know. And if you don't, you don't. And if you don't know, I'll actually tell you anyway. Haunting Adeline, for instance. That one I had to tap out for. My best friend, Sam, she loved it. And yes, I'm name calling you, Sam. I know you're listening to this. We're playing it out there, okay? Hunting Adeline. I had to stop. I was like, I can't. I can't do it. Um, it was a little bit too strong for my blood. However, some of the smexy scenes in that, what is his name? Zane? Oh my God. Okay. It literally, like, it fucks with you. Like, some of the stuff that you read in romance novels literally fucks with you. Because you sit back and you're like, there's no way that I'm getting turned on by this. But you do. And you're like, like, you literally, you're like, I need to go to church. (laughs) Like, I need to rethink my life choices. Because there is no way in hell that this is what's getting me off. There's one scene in Hunting Adeline where, um mother if you're listening to this cover your ears he literally like fucks her with a pistol and at first she's like no but then she's like yes and after that i was like i need to i need to this is this is dark this is dark so what do i decide to read after reading hunting adeline so i was like that one was too dark the fucking ritual okay you want to talk about convoluted Con- like what is it concourse concourse a horse whatever just just confusing shit read the fucking ritual there's no plot to that book whatever plot they thought they were doing the writer just it came to her in little snippets and she got so fucking carried away just tip tap tapping into shit i was like let me tell you about him doing this. This girl literally is posted up in one scene, y'all. I kid you not. I kid you not. This girl is posted up in this man's bed, strapped, booty ass naked, just strapped up, okay? And he's like, I'm gonna go off to class and work and do whatever the fuck I'm gonna do and I'm gonna leave you here and we'll circle back and leaves her there, which, okay, for... Not one, not two, not four, like eight hours, eight hours. And she also, let's not forget, has a goddamn stalker who is trying to find her. I promise you, I promise you, you would not have me locked up, booty ass, naked, nipples to the wing, titties to the door, okay? Blindfolded? My sensories just going crazy. And I have a fucking stalker trying to come through and find me. And I'm being served up to him. Like, if you're ready, come and get it. No, I can't do it. I literally couldn't do it. The ritual, fucked in the head. These girls are literally being offered up to these guys. 
I, mean, I think it's like, I vow, you vow, we vow. That's the thing, which I actually saw people get that tattooed on you. And I was like, honey, get off your knees. But they're saying is I vow, you vow, we vow. Where these girls are vowing to these guys to essentially be their fucking sex slaves for like the next year of their life. Or no, it's in, I think it's indefinite. I don't fucking know. I don't even remember. I just remember there was so much kinky stuff. And then somewhere in there, they were like plot. And the plot was just so convoluted and just so confusing, and I didn't know what to do. But throughout all of that, I'm sitting up here like, you know, that's kind of hot. <laughs> like, you sit back and you're like, I didn't think that I would be turned on by this. And that's what's messed up. That is what's messed up in these books. Like, I remember at one point, I literally somehow got convinced to read a book that involved, like, werewolves. But not, like, you know, because sometimes, sometimes there are those, like, books that are, like, the werewolf books, and it's, like, oh, he's an alpha, I'm an omega, like, we're mated, like, faded mates. No, 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 no. This was a girl who ran, I want to say, a bakery, and she was plus size. (laughs) This is so fucked. She ran a bakery and she was plus sized and somehow they discovered that there were creatures that lived in their world and she runs into a wolf man who is a personal trainer, (laughs) a personal trainer at the gym. And when they first meet, he's so attracted to her that his tail starts to wag. And it was in that moment that I was like, honey, you need to stop reading these books because you've gone too deep. Okay. Like I've, 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 I, I was questioning my life choices, but uh, you read some of these books and some of the guys like, especially being a, a larger girl, a curvier girl, you read these books and in your hearts of heart, you're like, I wish a guy would go the extra mile for insert character here the same way that they would like that they would do for me. Like, I wish that would happen because in these books, these guys are like, you know, especially as a larger girl, they're coming in and they're like, honey, everything about you is so hot. I love you. I love this. Don't ever talk down about your body. You're so attractive. They're like, picking these girls up, throwing them across the room. They are going hard in the trap when it comes to some of the like smut scenes. And you sit back and you become so just like invested in these, you know, romance books because the characters, they look like you. They, you know, you can identify with them. You can connect with them. And you start to see yourself in these characters. And it's like, I wish that someone would go the extra mile for these, like, for me and that they do for them. Um, And I think one of the moments where I really had that thought was reading Get a Life, Danny Brown, which absolutely freaking amazing. I definitely recommend it. Um, The entire Brown Sisters trio was such a good series. But uh, that was definitely a moment where I had to sit back and I was like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I had this realization that, like, I will not, I will not find a man who is going to be as down for me as the way that, you know, these characters are for Miss Danny Brown. Like, it's just not going to happen. Um, 
And uh, obviously, these guys have fucking schlongs. Like, I'm talking seven and a half to, like, freaking 10-inch dicks that are, like, freaking baby arms and can go for years on end and never slow down and always finishes her to completion. And you're looking at this and you're like, I wish I had that opportunity. Like, I wish I could say that this was something I could do. Um, and the realistic aspect of things is like, where are you finding them? Because I promise you the guys that I see on Tinder, the guys that I, which I haven't gotten on Tinder in years, but still the guys that I see on Tinder, the guys that I'm seeing on, you know, Hinge, on Bumble, on Plenty of Fish, on OkCupid, like all these apps, they're not measuring up to the guys that are showing on these books. Like they're not you know, the salt and pepper 49-year-old, like, freaking motorcycle driving, pickup truck owning, car garage having, like, burly-ass dilf of a man that wants to get with my 26-year-old goofy, you know, introverted, plus-size behind. Like, no. You want to know who's trying to go for me? The ones that look like crackheads, okay? The ones that have, like, five baby moms, and they're like, okay, I want to go on to number six. What's the next desperate girl I can tack on? No offense to the other baby mamas. But, like, that's what I'm saying. So if I'm reading about these girls having all these things, obviously I want that for myself. It's never going to happen. So where does that leave me? Wanting and crying and screaming and gagging and throwing up and understanding that, you know, honestly, these romance books ruin my life because my expectations are so high now because this is what I, I expect to randomly have flowers delivered. And if it's raining for you to pop out of nowhere, because you were like, Kayla, I know you forgot an umbrella. So now I have to bring an umbrella so you can have one so you can walk through the rain and not get wet. Like that is what I am expecting. Where am I going to find that? In my dreams, that's where I'm going to find it. And I'm so mad that I got into the romance book because this is just not fair. Like, it's just not, honestly. I, I'm I'm so hurt. I'm offended. Um, and I think I deserve better. Like, I don't know. I was talking to, again, my best friend Sam about this because she also agreed with me. And she was like, this is definitely something that, you know, I feel the same way. But it's like literally what, like... Porn may have ruined men, but romance novels ruined women. And that's the tea on that, all right? Copyright it, post it, put it on a billboard. Romance novels have ruined women the way that porn has ruined men. I just said that weird. The way that porn has ruined men. Because the expectations as to, you know, what we want, what we need, is so high. And then you take a look at some of the stuff that you're reading Again, going back to my hunting Adeline people, my, you know, a quarter throne, or was it a quarter thrones and roses, my fucking alien monster dicks in tentacles and shit. And you start to really question, like, first off, what the fuck am I into? But second of all, there's no man on this green earth that God has built that is going to ever be able to measure up to what it is I am reading and what it is that I am wanting. So what do you do? Like genuinely, what do you do? 
you can settle, but it's like, for what? Who am I settling for? What am I getting out of this? What is the benefits? You just, you, you just end up sad. Like, that's it. You just end up sad and alone. And you're like, it's not even worth because then I'm settling for someone who's not going to satisfy me. And I'm tired of hearing people be like, well, you just need to find somebody that's going to be able to satisfy you in that way. No, they're not. They're not. Okay. They just won't because they're not going to measure up to what I am looking for and the way that I am needing it. Cause I need you to literally be there and fulfill all of my dreams. And then when I go to sleep, I can be happy. And then when I wake up, I don't have to bother with you. And then I go into my business. Does that make sense? I don't know. I mean, throughout all this, obviously I'm still single. So, <laughs> you know, maybe there are people that have found their book boyfriends and have able to got everything that they wanted. But as of right now, Kayla doesn't have that. And it's sad and it's depressing, but what's she gonna do? All right, you guys. And I think on that note, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up this video. Um, ooh, not a video. We are gonna get video recordings at some point. I really wanna finish like getting my apartment situated. I think I mentioned this in the beginning of the podcast. Maybe I didn't. I moved. Um, I had to downsize my apartment. It's going to be talked about in a different podcast episode, but I moved and I want to finish getting the rest of my like stuff together because I really do want to record actual like uh, reactions to stuff. But um, thank you guys so much for listening to one of the most chaotic episodes thus far. If you guys enjoyed it, please again, make sure to follow, subscribe, like, comment, review all the teams you know, share this podcast episode to friends who can relate. Maybe you're on the British side of TikTok. Maybe you also are in love with the shits and gig guys. Maybe you too are rooting for, you know, Madam Joyce and the Foot Asylum locked in house. Or maybe you can agree that uh, romance novels ruined my life. Also, comment down below. Um, how you guys feel about the Am I the Asshole story? Do you guys think that she is, uh, you know, needing that come to Jesus moment? Do you think that there's more details that need to be given? I personally think so. I love you guys all so much. You can find me on all of my socials. It's always going to be linked into the bio of today's episode. Um, and I will see you guys in the next one. Love you. Bye.